What is up, people of the internet? My name is White Ranger, but you can call me Maverick, and I'm joined here again today with my Sue. Hey. I was about to say, well, you have to say hi. I, I, I can't nah. introduce you and you just not talk. But <laughs> nah, okay. Oh my god. Okay, yeah. And welcome back to the Reality Dummies podcast. Today we'll be recapping the, uh, you know, the Sunday episode for Big Brother All-Stars episode two. And, um, you know, we were supposed to have Austin joining us today as our, you know, our third person, obviously. But he's not here. So, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's just us two again. You know, we, um, I don't think we got a lot to talk about, but we have a decent amount to talk about. I mean, I don't know. What did you think about the episode overall, my Sue? Um, like, it was, okay. But you, get, you actually do get to see, like, how, like, the alliances are, are forming and stuff, and people having grudges. So, like, that's sort of interesting. Well, it's better than the, the than the, what, last episode, where majority of it was, like, the the first part of the challenge of that challenge or whatever for um the, the entire like, episode was the yeah, challenge the entire, episode. <laughs> that, that yeah, entire that was episode was that was pretty um the, the first part especially was pretty boring to be honest with you yeah so yeah yeah, so, no, yeah it's, it, it's a bit better it, it was fun to actually see them you like you know play the game this time and not actually like just playing a, a comp for, like, like the entire episode <laughs> Yeah, no, but I, I I do like what you said, how you said, like, some people are holding grudges, because I like how they showed that in the beginning of the game of, like, you know, N- Nicole F. going and crying to Dave Vaughn, and be like, yeah, you changed my life, and Dave Vaughn was like, oh, yeah, I know, girl, and she looked at the camera, and she's like, for yeah. real? Like, yeah, that was, that was, like, yeah, that was pretty, yeah. um, look, yeah. Look, I, I know I was bashing Dave Vaughn and everything, but Dave Vaughn's always usually pretty good TV, and as you see, she holds grudges, so, I mean, if she plays herself right out the door... But is able to get Nicole F out? I'm okay with it. Like, <laughs> like, look, all I'm saying is Nicole is a snake. Because later in the episode, you know, they show Nicole and Cody talking. And obviously Nicole and Cody are going to be a duo because, you know, they played season 16 together. So, yeah. you know, they, they both played their first season together. So they got that, like, special connection or whatever the fuck you want to call it. So, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and freaking... Nicole's talking to Cody, and she's like, yeah, so you can form a guy's alliance, I'll form a girl's alliance, and I'll, I'll just tell everyone everything. Like, she's such a wow. fucking snake. Like, wow. I... Dude, yeah, I, I, I seen that in an episode as well. I was like, mmm, that dude, would be I, interesting I, if you catch a pull it off. Yeah, I, I was watching with my parents, and I was like, I, like I, my mom even said, she was like, yeah, you just called her a snake. I'm like, yeah, she's such a fucking snake. Like, I don't know what her deal is, but Nicole's game is always to form an all-girls alliance, and then just fucking shit on it like I, yeah. I i don't know what the problem with that is like i don't think people realize but there have been very successful all girls alliances like you know a lot of people may have not watched big brother over the top because it was the online only version of uh, a big brother season yeah. and um it was a really fun season and they um there was this all girl alliance called the ball smashers and oh, they were able to wipe out like half the cast like Jesus. yeah like oh, like it, you know if the all girls alliance stick with each other, they're able to really just like steamroll. But you know, you always get that one bag bad egg like Nicole F, and then it just all goes downhill. I'm just I'm really hoping she doesn't like form a, a good girls alliance. Like if she brings in like good players and shit, and then just screws them. But yeah, that'd be maybe... kind of a that'd be kind of a boring a boring sort of season if you just see one like alliance like completely dominate another. And an entire season until, well, like, you know, I mean, inevitably it, breaks down. It, it happened in season 20 with level 6, but the thing was, was level 20, not level 20, level 6 oh, was dominating the season, but the other yeah. alliance, like, it was, a, it was a clean split house, like, one side, one side. And, yeah. you know, the other alliance won some comps every now and again, so they were able to, like, get out 
some of the level six people. So that was fun to watch. But, you know, level six kind of just steamrolled the rest of the season. So, yeah. But, you know, it, like this, stuff like that is fun to watch because it's, it's fun to see how the other people try to, like, strategize and try to, like, get within, like, the the main alliance and try to, like, stay and shit. But the problem is, I don't even, did my suit just deafen himself? I, I think he just, um, yeah, he muted. Okay, well, this is rough. Okay, well, I'm by myself now. I'm not gonna edit that out, but, yeah, if, if you heard that in the background, I think my suit's getting yelled at by his parents, you know, he's 18, I'm 17, you know, it's, it's the whole thing, we, you know, we still live at home, man, but, you know, the whole thing is, I just, I, I don't, like, it's, it's fun to watch a whole bunch of people try to get in within the main alliance that's running the season to see if they can take it down, but the problem is, is N Nicole F has pulled this same bullshit two seasons now. She did it in season 16 where she screwed over a girl's alliance. She did it in season 18 where she screwed over a girl's alliance. So now we're in season 22, and it just, if any type, just, if any kind of girl's alliance forms with Nicole F, and they trust her, they're just, they're so fucking stupid. Like, I don't know. They're so dumb, and I... Like, I don't know. I, I really don't know. My, my suit's still gone, so I'm, I'm just trying to ramble at this point because I don't have anyone to bounce ideas off of now. But, yeah, all I'm trying to say is if Nicole F. does get in a big girl's alliance and she ends up screwing them over and going with Cody because, you know, she's, uh, as Evil Dick likes to call her, uh, uh, <laughs> I think she, he calls her Miss T uh, Tuggy of the North because, you know, her whole game is based around, you know, like, just jacking guys off even though she can't do that this season because, you know, She's engaged and stuff, but, <laughs> you know, she, I don't, don't want to say she's bound to cheat, but she's bound to cheat on Victor this season, because, you know, her whole game is just turning on women and jacking off guys, so, yeah, that, that, that's all I gotta say about Nicole F, because the thing is, too, is she, um, she said that she, like, wanted to work with, um, I think it was Danny. It was it was Danny Briones. And the thing is, is every single time she's going to talk to Danny on the live feeds, and I don't know if any of you, if any of you are watching the live feeds, but the thing is with Danny is she's going, and every single time she talks to Danny, she's supposed to be aligned with her. She made an alliance with her, but every single time she goes and talks to her, she lies. Like you know, she'll she'll be good. You know, D Danny is asked like you know, what are you saying to um, you know, what are you, yeah, what are you saying to um Cody and stuff when you're going to talk to him? Like what's he saying and stuff? And she's like, oh, I don't know, blah blah blah, like. And, you know, Danny's seeing right through it, because I don't know if you guys have also seen on the live feeds, too. I thought this was me, gone me just talking about the live feeds, because my suit's gone. But on the live feeds, too, Danny has been talking to, like, Janelle and some of the other people, and even saying how, you know, Nicole's given a lot of mixed signals. Like, the thing is, is people are already catching on to Nicole F giving all these mixed signals. So I can't see how any of them can consciously work with her. When, you know, she, she's obviously just going to turn on everyone. I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying she's not loyal. She won't turn on Cody. I I, I, I genuinely believe that she won't turn on Cody. Because she, you know, she knows him. She's been working with him. I, I, I don't see how she will, uh... I, I, I can't see her turning on Cody. But the, the thing is, is she'll she'll turn on, on everyone else. Including, especially the women. The, 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 the thing is, is she just, she loves to turn on the women. Where the fuck is my Sue? Oh my I'm, god. I'm okay, back. he's back. Okay. Oh my god, I just had a ramble about live feeds for like four minutes. God yeah, damn well, it. Well, okay. Why don't you set this part out? No! <laughs> I even said I'm not editing this out. I was gonna talk, because I was talking about how much of a snake Nicole F is, alright? Okay. Getting off that topic about how, you know, Nicole F's a snake and everything. So, you know, Cody's HOH. And Nicole is, you know, obviously a duo with him. So she's trying to tell him who to put up and stuff, because, you know... Uh, I don't really see how Cody could get his HOH controlled by uh, Miss Tuggy of the North, but... Mm. 
<laughs> yeah, I was saying uh, evil dick called her that on Twitter because her whole game is based around jacking people off. But <laughs> Wait, which one? Who? Nicole F. But oh, okay. evil dick said that about her on Twitter. But the um, you know, the thing is, is you know, she she's trying to like talk to Cody about who he should put up, and then they come to the conclusion that they should put up either Keisha and uh, somebody else, and then um, or Janelle and Kaser. And the thing yeah. is, is in the episode, they, they, they show Kaser going and talking to Cody, and Cody's just giving all these mixed signals, and Kaser's just sitting in the diary room like, you fucking kidding me? I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty like, sure he, got, like, he felt insulted by, a, yeah, by how like, he responded. So, yeah, he like, did feel insulted. Because like, the thing was, the, the, bro, you think I'm fucking stupid? Like, dude, <laughs> when I watched Cody just say that bullshit lie where he just went through the motions of being an HOH to Kaser, I'm like, oh my god, he's such a bad liar. Like, yeah, even even um, K-Source did that too. He's like, yeah, yeah he's like, I, not a good liar. Dude, like, I, I don't understand how some of these people make it so far in their respective seasons. Like, Cody came in second on his season. Fucking second! I, yeah. And he would have won if he voted out Derek. And also, I, I just want to uh. say one thing. I saw him, I was watching the live feeds like four days ago. Like, this, was, this was like day two of the house. Derek was talking to Ian and a bunch of other people. Not Derek, fucking Cody was talking to other people. Like Ian and all, some other people about his decision about voting out Derek and, and not voting out Derek. And the thing was, was people asked him, it's like, if you look back on it, would you have still vote? Like, do you regret voting out Derek? He's like, fuck no, dude. He's like, I vote out Victoria every time. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like, bro, bro, I, I, I don't care about the fucking friendship. Like, I would look back on that and be like, what the fuck? Like, why did I do that? Like, if I voted him out, I would have won. You would have won, yeah. Cody was saying, he was like, I just, I couldn't live with it where if I voted out Derek, that, you know, that Victoria would have ended up winning. But it's like, bro, 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 you were not losing to Victoria. She was literally a lamp. Like, (laughs) she's literally not, just basically non-existent. There's bodies there, but just, just nah. Like, like, she was referred to as Victoria the Lamp. On that season. Like, there was no way she was going to win that. The fact that he thought that she would beat him just shows how bad of a player he is. Like, he's like, yo, I didn't want Derek going home with no money. It's like, bro. Bro. Come on now. It's like, yeah, you got your 50000 but he got 500000 You weren't beating Derek. Sorry to tell you. Like, yeah. I don't know. that. That When I saw that on the live feeds, that really pissed me off. Like, bro. Like, oh man, you're being a good friend? Like, shut up. Even Memphis, people were talking to Memphis. It's like, yeah, so if you won H2H, would you have taken Dan? And Memphis was like, yeah. And the people were like, why? You lost 7-0. Memphis was like, I'm not taking the fucking old man. Because, <laughs> you know, J- Jerry was in the final three and he would have taken Jerry. And Memphis was like, saying, he's like, if I took Jerry, I would have lost 11-0. And there was only seven jurors. So, seven jurors. I'll make yeah. it <laughs> Honestly, though, I do believe him. I think Memphis would have just got destroyed either way. So, taking Dan was just fine. But, okay, we're getting off track. Episode. But, oh my god. Yeah, no, but, um, the thing is, you know, Cody's talking, Cody talked to Kazer and basically (laughs) pulls out the bullshit lie and was like, I'm sorry, I'm a little stupid, but (laughs) had a bit of a stroke right there. But, yeah. It made it, like, pretty obvious, too. Oh, yeah, no, dude, I was watching that, I'm like, dude, if they, like, like, if they don't know that Cody's lying, like, I don't know, because, like, you know, Janelle went to go talk to Cody, too, and Co- basically, Cody, all he really said to her was, I don't fucking know, and it's like, really? Really? Yep. That, that, that's what you're gonna give me. Honestly, wow. 
if I was Cody, I would have threw out two different names. Because it, yeah. it, if you throw out different names, they're going to believe you. If you just sit there and just avoid the question, they're, they're going to know um, that you're going up. Dude, it's, 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 yeah. like in, it's like in Survivor when someone has an idol and they don't you – know, sometimes people don't know if they should play an idol or not. But then sometimes you're at camp and you're trying to talk to people. No one's looking you in the eye. They're all ignoring you. It's like, oh, so you're all oh. voting me out. Sweet. You're all just fucking horrible liars. Then you play the idol and they all shit themselves. Like, mind blown. Whoa, Cody, why yeah. are you so surprised that happened to me? Yeah, the reason I'm bringing like, this up is because that's basically what Kaser and Janelle did. Because, you know, as we all saw, the safety suite opened up and they had one hour to swipe their card. And that was a fun hour for the feeds to be cut. Yeah. You know, they, they cut the feeds for that full fucking hour. But, <laughs> yeah, because, you know, yeah. it's, it's, God forbid we see them swipe the godforsaken card. But, oh my god, it cut the card, whoa. Well, whoa, they're going into the safety suite. Oh, wait, I can just figure that out on mine anyway. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, literally, like, it, it's, I was very surprised how close they cut it because... Was it, like, one minute or something? There was five like... seconds left when both Kaser oh, and Janelle oh, yeah. swiped it. Jesus. Like, they almost missed it. But, yeah. you know, and then Cody shit himself. Because Cody was like, fuck. He's like, oh, my nominees were going to be Janelle... And Kaser. And now they're both going into the safety suite. And the thing was, was he was like, oh, don't worry. They're not going to save each other. And then Kaser ends up pulling out the W. And then, <laughs> you know, he, he he saves Janelle. And, you know, Janelle's stuck in a fucking star outfit now. Which I did not see on the feeds until yesterday. And I was like, who the fuck is that? Like, <laughs> it was only a stupid star costume. <laughs> honestly, there have been so many worse punishments. Like, that That one's yeah. fine. I, I wouldn't mind being in that imagine. star costume. Bro, in season 14, Ian had to dress up like a dog. And whenever mm -hmm. he walked around the house, he had to have... Um, no, he was allowed to walk around the house by himself. But if he ever had to go to the bathroom, he had to have somebody put him on a leash and stand by the door of the bathroom with him. That's pretty embarrassing. That, that punishment was horrible. But... Yeah, you know, honestly, Janelle's star punishment isn't that bad. Also, I would just like to say, this is Janelle's fourth, se fourth season, and this is the first time she's been punished, but... <laughs> you get honestly, that sort of punishment? Like, what? Mm, you get that sort of punishment for your yeah, first yeah. punishment. Mm, honestly, that... Being four, three seasons in? I mean, four seasons in, but... Like, yeah. No, that's, yeah, that's a good streak to go without being, uh... Without having the freaking um... A punishment, though. Like, most people get punished, like, their first season. Janelle went three seasons without being punished. Like, honestly, good job. But, yeah, you know, Kater pulls in Janelle, and then fucking Cody just shits his pants. He's like, holy shit. He's like, I'm playing against competent people. Ah! Oh. Ah! Whoa. Like, like, what do you mean? Wait, so you're saying yeah. this, this is All-Stars? Whoa. <laughs> Look, so it, it, it's so refreshing to see competent people play again. Because there have just been season after season where, like, one, two, three, or four people run the entire season. Kind of like the Brigade did season 12. But the problem was with season 12 was a group of competent people. But recently, it's been, like, season 12. But idiots just... Right, shut the fuck up, you dumbass train! But, um... Oh my god. You're not editing that out. No, no, no. You gotta you got love having that in the podcast as well as the Twitch as the Twitch streams. Like, Even you know? on stream. <laughs> yeah, no. But the... You can't talk. You that, that, wasn't, that, that, that was a legitimate stutter at first. Jesus. But, you know, the thing is, is it's so refreshing to see competent people play again because normally it's just idiots, you know, running circles around other idiots. And now you have the smart people who are like, do you think I'm fucking stupid? Like, and it's like, yeah, I do think you're stupid. I'm used to playing with stupid-ass people. It's like, oh, wait, you're not a fucking moron? 
Whoa, Shit. surprise Fuck. me. Man, I, I, dude, I, I don't know what to do about that. Like, I, bro, how am I supposed to play against competent people? Like, that's how I feel like some of these new school players are thinking. Like, I don't know. And then, you know, Cody didn't know what to do. So then, you know, he pulls Memphis into a room. And, you know, I, I, I've been talking about this with my Sue. You know, there's all the rumors going around about the whole pregame alliances and shit. Oh, and God. when he pulled in Memphis, I don't know if you caught on to this. But it was so sketch. He pu- he was bullshitting with everybody the entire day. He pulls in Memphis. And he's like, oh, finally, somebody I don't have to bullshit with. They, they didn't show anything on the entire episode of him talking to Memphis. Hmm. Like, like, I understand he was talking on the feeds and stuff. But for that to make sense, they didn't show anything in the yeah. episode. And there was nothing in the feeds. The, the fact that he pulled in Memphis and was like, finally, someone I don't have to bullshit with. When he really didn't establish any kind of alliance lines on camera it just it, it shows that's, that they, that's a bit sketch yeah like it, it shows they had some type of pregame setup which is which is bullshit you know the pregame definitely includes cody nicole f memphis and i think two or three other people and you know yeah. th- th- that's mm-hmm. a big group and pregaming is such bullshit because the whole thing with pregaming is it kind of just ruins the fun because you know you want to yeah. see these all-stars go in there and play it again but then if you pregame like that, it's like you're gonna ruin the entire season. Now, yeah. honestly, like pregaming, like if you align with people from your season, that's fine. Yeah, because that's, that's not fine. technically that's pretty pre- obvious. That, yeah, that's not technically pregaming. That's just you know, just, like uh, well, you know, you whatever. Know, you, I, I played. I played against you. I trust you. Maybe. Yeah, like, I, I played with you. I know you. I don't know these other people. So let's work together. We may not have worked together on our season. Let's work together now. Like, yeah. you know, that makes sense. But the fact that some of these people were calling each other and shit is such bullshit. And I don't know, it, it just ruins the fun. And yeah. yeah, and then, you know, Cody just has to reevaluate his noms. And then, you know, Miss Tuggy of the North, Nicole F, is like, you should totally put up Keisha. Keisha. <laughs> the funny thing is, is Cody was like, yeah, you like Keisha. And Nicole was like, yeah, you should totally still put her up, though. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then fucking, nice. and then we have Kevin. Oh my god, Kevin. He just I I don't even think he knows where he is. <laughs> like, I think I think he's just in his own dream. Yeah, like like he's on his own planet right now. I don't know where he is. Like like he said when he when he crawled into the have not room at the beginning of the episode, when he was like, I feel like I'm just first off, he said he felt like he was underground while above the big brother city. That is what he said. I Wow. I don't know either, but <laughs> I, I don't know either. But you know, the the, the thing is is He's, I just feel like he doesn't know where he is. I don't understand how he almost won his season. Because he just, he just... He's just so clueless. Like... Yeah, that's why it, we probably said he's going to be used as a pawn problem in the season if he it, doesn't get out this yeah, week. Me, which me, this yeah, probably may not happen. Yeah, me and Mice were talking about this before the podcast. You know, obviously, we know the nomination, the nominees for Keisha and Kevin, but we're going to get to that. But the, yeah. the thing is, is like... If Kevin doesn't go this week, he's going to be used as a pawn the entire season. Like... He, he's gonna be like the Meg of this season. You know, Meg is from season 17. I think she was used as a pawn, like, the majority of the season, and then she got voted out of, like, final six or seven. Like, yeah. you know, because they voted her out because they were like, wait, if we just don't vote her out eventually, everyone's just gonna go sitting next to her. So, like, you know, yeah. it, it, it was yeah. stressful for everyone else to keep her in the game. So it's like, you know, that, that might happen with Kevin. But I I just, I, I don't know, like, what, what his, like, thought process is. Because even when he went to go talk to Cody, he literally said in his DR, he was like, oh, man, I just feel like an awkward hot potato that nobody wants to pass around. It's like, what? You, 
Bro, you you feel fucking awkward? Like, bro, you're on a season with people that have played the game and people that at least know of you and you know of them. And you might know some of these people. So it's like, I, like, you feel more awkward here than you did season 11? What? That doesn't make any sense. Like, I, I don't yeah. understand why he feels so awkward. And, oh my god, the one thing that really pissed me off too was Keisha was saying that she thinks it's gonna be her to go up. And she was talking to, like, Danny and Janelle and stuff like this. And they're like, oh, no, you're fine. And she was fine until, you know, Kaser and Janelle were safe. And, <laughs> the, the, you know, yeah. the, the, the thing was, was Keisha kept saying, she's like, you know, he's not talking to me at all. And Cody even said he doesn't like to initiate the conversations. And honestly, like, some people might call that bad gameplay. But if I was the first HOH, I, I, honestly, I'd feel like that, too. I wouldn't want to negotiate. Like, I wouldn't want to initiate the conversations because, wow. you know, if you're the one initiating them and telling someone who you're gonna put up, that's just random. You know, you're yeah. gonna put such you're gonna put an even bigger target on your back, which you don't want. So yeah, you know, obviously you're gonna want people to come to talk to you and hear where their heads are at. Like you don't want to go up to them and be like, "Yo, where's your head at?" Like you know, if you don't yeah. come to, if you don't come talk to me, I'm just gonna put you up. And you know, mm. Keisha's sitting there. She's like, "Oh, he hasn't talked to me. And I don't really know what to do." And she like she never went to go talk to him. Like at least Kevin had went to go talk to Cody. I mean he kind of just cried the entire time but you know yeah. he, he tried he tried mm. Keisha didn't go talk to Cody and that was the only thing that rubbed me the wrong way I think she still would have got put up but she didn't even yeah. try to avoid it she thought she was gonna go up and she didn't even go and try to talk to him which really that I'm bothered gonna... me that it bothered me a lot yeah. but mm. yeah and then you know the thing is too is when, you know Cody you know he picked his nominations you know after he uh, you know talked to the crying Kevin and then Keisha and stuff and then he put up Keisha and Kevin, as we know, you know, Keisha and Kevin are the nominees. And I just, I, the thing is, is, I I don't get the Kevin nominee. I really don't. Like, bro, the thing is, too, is he said, he was like, I'm going to put up Kevin because, you know, he's the person who I think I can blow it over with the most. You know, I can just negotiate with him and he'll be fine next week. And then at, right after he gets nominated, you you see in, his, in the DR that Kevin said he's cut. He that he was like, he's oh no, so, yeah, sorry, Keisha, you're going this week, and Cody, I'm coming for blood next week. It's like, bro, honestly, the person he should have put up if he didn't want them to have bad malice towards him was Ian. And the the thing, as some people might want to disagree with this, but Ian's a really chill dude. Both, like, you know, season 14, he was really chill. On the live feeds right now, he's chill. Even on the episode, he was chill. Because here's the thing. You put up Ian, it makes sense. Because he's a winner, and he's a nice guy. Now, I'm not saying Kevin's not nice, but he was obviously pissed. You know, Ian's the yeah, type no. of guy to volunteer for slop every week because he doesn't want other people to be on slop. Like, that's the thing. Like, right. I, Even, like, after the nominations, like, I'm pretty sure, like, uh... Kevin said, like, yeah, I'm gunning for you, Cody, yeah. now. Because, like, he was, like, pr I'm pretty sure he's, like, pretty pissed. Like, yeah, so that, so that brightness that, deal. Like, even, yeah, like, like, after having that, like, conversation with Cody, he's, like, yeah, no, that's just what, why. Well, yeah, because he's, like, it's, it's bullshit. Like, I, I don't know. Like, yeah. You know, if he put up Ian, I don't think Ian would have cared. Because Ian would have been in his diary room. And he would have been, like, you know what? It makes sense. Like, it makes I'm sense because I won the se yeah, I like, won a season. So, yeah, like, like I, I'm one of the winners. And I'm an old school player. And he's a new school player. So, like... Yeah, also, if you guys want to debate between old school and new school, I'm going to say that 14 is the last old school season and 15 is the first new school season. Because the thing is, is 14 was the was the last season to use the, the nomination wheel instead of the uh, 
the digital like Oops. nomination like wall. So uh, yeah. I'm gonna consider 14 the last old school season because that was the last one to use the nomination wheel. Bring the nomination wheel back. We loved it. But <laughs> <laughs> look, yeah, my sister's been watching season 12 recently to like you know. Yeah, learn I saw the, the keys the, yeah. instead. You don't use like the digital screens or anything. Yeah. I'm pretty sure like, they had the keys and like a. Like a circle or something. Yeah, that was the nomination wheel. That yeah. the wheel was so much more fun. Like I don't know. It, it actually <laughs> creates a bit more suspense. Yeah, that's see. the thing. Because you know you, you have to keep pulling up the keys, and if your key's not in there, fuck. You're, like well, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, I love the nomination wheel. Everyone loves the nomination wheel. Bring it back. Mm. But yeah, you know, I think Ian would have been show with it because Ian would have just been like, you know, it's the first week. You don't know who to put up, so putting up a winner makes sense. So I I, I feel like him putting up a winner. And it not being Nicole, because Nicole's his ally, putting up a winner like Ian, you know, the only other winner in the house, that would have made sense to do. But, you know, puts up Kevin, because he, think, he thinks Kevin will just blow it over. But, you know, Kevin's one of, like, the sassy gay guys, where he's like, oh, nah, bitch. Like, you know, he's like, <laughs> yeah, he, he, like, he, he's not going to take that sitting down. Will Kevin actually win a cop and put Cody up? I don't fucking know. But, mm, yeah. the, I don't know. And also, the other thing that pissed me off was, I thought Julie Chen said the first week that the safety suite was only gonna be there for the first week and then it was gonna rotate every single week but the safety suite's there for the first three weeks like yeah the first three weeks two people get to be safe like that that's such horse shit i yeah i don't know because that really fucks up the hoh too like honestly i don't care if cody's hoh is fucked up i i he's a nice guy i like i can tell he's a nice guy he's a bit of an idiot but he's a nice guy but (laughs) i i wanted to see him get screwed over even more but like not not by the safety suite, like I. Yeah, the safety suite's kind of like a. It, it's uh, just it's not a fun twist. Not, do I want to see Kaser or Janelle go home this week? No, but uh, I think yeah. they would have pulled something out of their ass. Like I, <laughs> I don't know. About the safety suite. Uh, I even said it too. Like here's the thing too. A lot of people are saying that Cody's nominations were stupid, and I disagree. First off, if he, if he has a pre-game alliance. His nominations definitely aren't stupid, but <laughs> like especially if he has this pregame alliance, his 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 nominations weren't stupid for his game. But the thing is too is again, you know, winners at War for Survivor. It was old school versus new school, and the old school players got fucked. They got bent over and took it in the ass. Like every single old school player went out pre-jury or pre-merge. Mm. So like they were all in the jury. Fuck Age of Extinction. But. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that twist. Look, I'm telling you guys right now that if I'm on a season with Edge of Extinction, I won't raise the sale, but every single time you see me in a confessional on Edge of Extinction, I'm going to say that the twist is fucking stupid. So, like, because <laughs> it, it's so dumb. Like, I, I know this is about Big Brother right now, but fuck the Edge of Extinction twist. Jeff Probes, if you're listening, never do Edge of Extinction again. Thank you. Anyway. The, the, like, the thing is, is people are saying his nominations were stupid, but he put up two old school people and he put up one strong old school person Keisha and he put up an old school pawn Kevin and you know no. to secure that a good player goes out you could put up two good players or you put up a good player and a pawn and you know Keisha being the good player Kevin being the pawn so yeah even if he wasn't in a pregame in my opinion for the first week that is a good play do I want to see Keisha or Kevin go I don't want to see Keisha go. I don't really care about Kevin. But like <laughs> <laughs> Kevin look, look I, got, I got nothing wrong with Kevin like you know he he, he seems like a nice guy, but he's just, he's just not a player, man. Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. When I, when I looked at the wiki in the, in the Big Brother wiki, it was like, how did this person get the final, what is it, final, 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 three. final four, three, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm not, like, 
like i guarantee you like e like even his bio for like that section was like short it's like okay this guy was definitely used as a pawn there's no yeah, way like, I just, uh, here's the thing i watched the entirety of season 11 i didn't know who he was <laughs> i watched the totally whole have. season i didn't know who he was kevin was the only person i didn't recognize i said i said this in the last episode I, I, like, I didn't know who the guy was. I had actually, when I saw Kevin, I was like, oh, it's Kevin Campbell. Oh, season 11. I'm like, oh. oh. Like, really? Like, look, I, I know Big Brother always likes to have their token gay guy, but you could have given us, like, Tommy from last season or something. But, like, you could have given us a gay guy that was a good player. I didn't even <laughs> know who he was. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I didn't want them bringing Frankie Grande back because he's just an asshole. But... Yeah, like, I don't know if you know who Frankie Grande is, but he's Ariana Grande's brother and everything. Um, he was in Big Brother uh. 16. He came in fourth place. Such an asshole. Such a fucking asshole. Dude, he literally said... he Frankie Grande is gay, keep in mind. He said that gay women fake being gay because they hate men. Wow. I, what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, what does that even mean? <laughs> like, so, would I work... work would that work reverse? Yeah, no, 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 it wouldn't work reverse. According to Frankie Grande, it would not work reverse. Because, you know, he, he's he's not a fake gay, according to him. But all women are fake gays. According what? to Frankie Grande, alright? Like, mm. like he, he's a piece of shit, alright? Like, I, I, I've never liked him. I didn't like him on BB-16, I didn't like him afterwards. Like, you know. And the thing I want to do is when he told everybody that he was Ariana Grande's brother, he was, like, so full of himself. And he was like, oh, yeah, and Caleb, you know how you have a thousand followers on Instagram? Well, I have a million. Like, shut the fuck up, dude. Like, shut up. Like, no one fucking cares. Well, no one literally asked you, mate. Bro, mm -hmm. like, yeah, yeah you, you may be some quote-unquote famous celebrity, and by celebrity, I mean you're famous because you're related to a really famous singer. You know, like... Yeah. That doesn't count. Yeah, like, I don't know. And you couldn't even fucking win your season, bro. Like, come on. Loser. <laughs> yeah, like, you got outplayed by Derek and Cody, and Cody voted out the fucking lamp. So, <laughs> like, you know, you, you can't get outplayed by those fucking idiots. <laughs> also, I, I, I think I was wrong. I think he came in fifth place. I think Caleb came in fourth place. So, yeah. Frankie came in fifth place. There we go. But, yeah. You know, you got outplayed by a dude named Beast Mode when he won one comp the entire season. You got outplayed by the fucking Lamp. You got outplayed by dumbass Cody. And you got outplayed by Derek, which is fine, because Derek was actually smart. But, <laughs> like, you know, you know, Derek was fine. You know, we, we like Derek. Well, Derek's an asshole. But he's a good player, so it's fine. Um, he's not racist. He's just a dick. So... <laughs> mm. Yeah, no, it's just... I, I, I hate how many people... We're saying his nominations were bad. Like, uh, I would have done Keisha and Ian, but I still would have done, like, old school threats. Like, I, you know, because, like, especially, yeah. like, you know, he has his, he has his fucking, what's it called, the fucking pregame alliance, and, you know, they're not a part of it. But even if they weren't, even if there wasn't a pregame alliance, I feel like he still would have put them up. Because, you know, mm. putting up Janelle makes sense, because she's played three times, this is her fourth time, like, get the fuck out of the house, Janelle! Jesus. Bro, you, 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 you had, you've had, like, so many chances, and you just can't fucking win. Get out. This is my second chance, you bitch. Like, look, I like <laughs> Janelle, but that's how some people would look at it. And then Kaser would be like, Kaser, why are you even here? You shouldn't have even been on the first All-Star season. Why the fuck are you on the second All-Star season? Get out. Like, you know. <laughs> like, you know, like, now obviously, like, those are stupid reasons to nominate people. I'd nominate Janelle because she's a really, she's just a good player. She's really good at comps. She usually has a decent social game. 
And, you know, Kaser's good socially, but usually goes out pre-jury. So, you know, like I yeah. said, to get the least amount of blood in your hands, you put up Kaser. And then, you know, if you can get Janelle out, get Janelle out. But, mm. I don't know. You know, I, I, I hate that everyone was saying his noms are stupid. I don't like Cody either, but his noms are smart. And then, the thing is, too, is Cody's, like, working with, is supposedly working with Enzo, too. You know, we, we only saw a little bit of that in the episode. But both yeah. me and Maisu saw in the feeds, Cody and Enzo were talking for, like, an hour and a half. Both about yeah. game and just about life stuff. And, you know, it seems like Cody, like, really, really trusts Enzo. But mm. I don't know if Enzo trusts Cody fully. Because, you know, I-, I wouldn't trust Cody either. You know, he- Cody needs his number two. And then he rides them the whole season. Like, I'm not saying Cody's not loyal. But he was only loyal to Derek the entire season. And who's Cody's Derek this season? It's Nicole F. So, you know, he already has his number two. So he, you know, if you're... If you're if you're not Cody's number two and you're his number three, you're getting cut. And that's the problem. Now, the thing is, is Cody definitely pissed off the entire house because, well, not the entire house, but most of the house. Because Janelle and Kaser knew he, he they were going to put him up, even though he said that they wasted their VIP pass, even though they didn't. But No, uh, it's clearly not. Also, I want to clarify, me and my Ross talking about this. We were wondering that if only Kaser or only Janelle swiped their card, if they would have gotten an automatic win. But... I we found I, I found out not, my my eyes doesn't know about this I'm, I'm bringing this up, but if only one of them did it, they would have had to do it within a certain time frame. So if they didn't do it within the time limit, nobody would have got safety. So uh, it, it was almost okay. good that Kaser and Janelle both did it because since two people competed, there was able to be like a legitimate winner. So then they were both able to get the safety. So you know yeah, I thought I, last time that you said that for the safety sweep, if only one person went in there, they would automatically like. Win or something, but yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, I did some research into it because I was wondering research. too. I'm like, I was like, you know, like if only one person went in, like you know, Jell and Kaser, they're obviously aligned because they were aligned in season six, they were aligned in season seven, so they're gonna be yeah. aligned now. Like you know, they they they've always been good with each other, and I was mm-hmm. like, you know, then the gives an automatic win. It's like no, it wasn't an automatic win. So like, you know, it, yeah. it, it, it makes sense. You know, it's a good thing they both swiped it and then you know, you know, won the comp and then got to you know be safe, but. Yeah, you know, all I'm saying is Enzo's a really good player and he's a good talker. Even when he was talking to Cody, like, he was like, yeah, he's like, I want to work with Cody, but, you know, I got to, like, watch my back with him. The only thing is, is if Enzo works with Cody a little too much, he doesn't want to get too classified with that kind of, like, vibe of the house. Because everyone's going to be targeting Cody next week because he's got Janelle after him. He's got Kayser after him. He's got Kevin after him if he stays. He's got Keisha after him if if she stays. Like, yeah. You know, I, I think he'll have, um, he'll probably have a Danny B after him. Like, people are saying she's apparently part of the pregame alliance, too, but I feel like she'd be better with, you know, Janelle and Kaser and the rest of them, but uh, I don't know. She, she's been all over the place. I've been watching live feeds, and she, she's all over the place. I don't know what the fuck she's doing, but... Oh, that's a- yeah, she'll... Yeah, that- She'll, she'll figure it out. I it, it seems like she's playing both sides pretty hard and hasn't picked a side yet, which is fine. I mean, yeah. granted, I've I've played a game like that in a game and like a, a version of Big Brother Online. It's cost me the game, but huh. you, you know you, you got to play both sides correctly. And you know I I trust that she can do that, but she just you have to not get caught in it because if if both yeah. lines just start checking notes, 
they're gonna put you up and vote you out. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, that, that's the only problem. Like I, I don't know what Danny's doing, but I'm hoping she's doing something smart because she was smart in season eight and season thirteen. You know, she may have backstabbed one of her alliance members and then got voted out the following week, but we don't talk about that. Like you know, <laughs> she, she tried. She tried. All right. Like you know, she wanted to make a big move like that, and it it, it didn't work. Yeah. It just it just didn't work. You know, it's, it's whatever. Her face. You know, it, it it happens. Like you know, she, she she's lucky she gets another chance, but. Mm. Yeah, you know, I just I don't know what's going on with that, but if Enzo like Enzo just can't get into the kind of alliance with Cody where they're both not working together, but one is calling the shots over the other. Now, if Enzo's yeah. doing that with Cody, that'll work fine for him. That's fine. But like if and if that happens with Cody controlling Enzo and Enzo doesn't realize yeah. it, like that that's gonna be bad. Because I I like mm. Enzo and I want to see him go far, but if like that's gonna make him look so bad because he's he's one of like the greatest Big Brother players to never win, and if he gets fucking like if he just starts working with Cody and Cody just tells him what to do, that's gonna yeah, oh that's god, just... that that's just gonna look so bad. But <laughs> the the reason I'm talking about some of this is because we're gonna talk about some of the stuff that didn't happen on the show yet. But me me and my Sue both know what happened. You probably know what happened, but I. I'm gonna have to look more into it, but I'm kind of pissed with how the week's gonna turn out. I'm gonna be honest, but mm. you know, I, you know, some something crazy could happen. You never know. It's it's Big Brother, but yeah, you know, like I the Enzo, I can see why he wants to work with Cody, but I don't think he should work with him super heavy. Because the thing is, is, Enzo doesn't seem like he has an established alliance yet. I've mostly seen him talking yeah. to Cody, which scares me because mm. you know I know for a fact that Enzo will not be Cody's number two. It's Nicole F. So yeah. if, if Enzo can't see that, it's like, I, like, I don't understand you, how you, you like, like, how'd you even, like, why'd you come back? Like, if you can't see such a blatant alliance like that, why did you come back? But hmm. like, again, I love Enzo, but I just, I don't know. Cause you know, on the live feeds and stuff, Enzo has been like, he's been going around and he's, he's been talking to everyone, but I've mostly seen him talking to Cody. And if his main alliance is just Cody, it's like, bro, you're not getting a Hitman squad out of yeah, him. Yeah, like you're just gonna. Yeah, you're just gonna get screwed over. Like and, he has, just, he already, he already knows. Like, like Cody doesn't know, but like he already has like a bunch of like people that want to go after him. So like, go trying to form an alliance with someone that already has a target is gonna make you basically be in the crossfire, basically. Yeah, because you're, you're basically associating yourself. Because if you're working with Cody, then he already has a bunch of targets. Like it's gonna be like. Like, he's going to see Enzo is like, okay, he's now he's associated with Cody, and now we should just get him out. Yeah, you, so, you, like, you don't want to be guilty by association, because the worst thing that could happen is next week someone wins HOH and they put up Cody and Nicole. Because that, that's what oh. I think will happen. If an old school player wins HOH next week, they will put up Cody and Nicole. And the thing is, is, you know, if they're both on the block, people are going to... If Enzo starts campaigning for Cody for whatever reason, which is something I really don't want to see, but if, if Enzo starts campaigning for one or the other... You know, oh, it's God. it's gonna make him look really bad, and then someone's gonna end up using veto, and then Enzo's gonna get backdoored, and that yeah. that's not something we want to see. Like, mm. we we don't need him getting outplayed by these fucking new schoolers. Like, look, I, I I like the new schoolers, but the old schoolers should be the better players. But you know, winners at War for Survivor kind of showed that that didn't really <laughs> happen. So, nope. I, I don't know. Like, you know, this week, I, it seems like an old schooler is going to go out, but a new schooler could go out next week. If You know, the, the thing is, some old schoolers are apparently a part of that pregame alliance with new schoolers, and I think they just got to get their shit together and fuck that alliance. Like, yeah. I, I don't know, a pregame doesn't mean anything if you weren't friends with them beforehand. Like, yeah. 
You know, if you have a pregame with somebody you were friends with outside of the game, that's fine. Because you probably can trust them and they probably won't turn on you. But if you just make a pregame with somebody that you never talked to until that moment, they'll they'll have no problem turning on you. It's like, yeah, I made a pregame with you, but I still don't fucking know you. Like, I I, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. And and games like this, the social aspect is so important. And it just, it, it seems like... The pregame's either gonna ruin that, or some people just aren't taking it into consideration enough. Because again, it it seems like Enzo's really tight with Cody, but again, it doesn't seem like he trusts him that much. But it's so weird that he's talking to him so often. Like, I I I don't get it. Like, bro, you're making it like you're not tight with Cody. Like, you're you're making it like you're tight with him, but you don't trust him that much. But you're talking to him constantly. Like, even if you're not telling him anything, that makes you look bad. You can't be seen talking to the same person constantly like even nicole f gets that because at the beginning of the episode when she was talking to cody in his hoh room she even said she was like you know this is actually kind of good that you want hoh because i'm able to be up here without it being suspicious because you know if you're in the hoh's room for a couple minutes that's just you telling the hoh yo fam don't put me up so like you know you're you're able to talk your way out of that well you know if you're talking to somebody just randomly constantly that makes you look bad because like those two are working together let's get them out like yeah. I don't know. The fact that Nicole F is able to grasp that right now, but some of the other players aren't, it's like, bro, you can tell some of these people haven't played in a while. Even if they are playing smart already, you can tell they haven't played in a while, and that's, it's stressing me out. Because I, I really want to see some of these old school players play well again. But, mm. yeah, I don't know. Okay, I, I think that's all we have to say. You know, we, we covered the safety suite, we covered some of the alliances that formed. We, um, well, m- most of the alliances. I, I, th- I think we covered everything, right? Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah. We, the nominations and everything, and yeah. And, yeah, we talked about the live feeds a lot, you know, especially when my student was getting screamed at. But <laughs> I don't know if he was getting screamed at, all right? I'm joking. But, yeah, you know, I, I think that's all we have today for the uh, Reality Dummies podcast, guys. So, you know, hope you all enjoyed. And if you did, uh, uh, f- follow the podcast? I, I don't know. What would I, no, what would go, I say? No, go to, go to your YouTube channel. Subscribe no, no, don't, channel. Don't, <laughs> don't, 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 go, don't go subscribe to the YouTube channel. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, no, but I, yeah, that's how podcasts work, right? Go, go follow the, follow. Yeah, I, there's a, there, there's a, there's a follow button on Spotify, Spotify. you know, yeah. some, some of the other websites that we're on, I don't, I don't really know what you do. I mean, it might be a follow button. <laughs> I, I don't know. I figure it out. Just if you if you want to listen to if, if you want to listen to the podcast in the future, figure it out. Yeah. So with that, guys, I guess I hope you I hope you all enjoyed, and we will see you all on Thursday after after Wednesday's episode, which will be a good episode because you know that veto is gonna be intense. I hope. I really hope. Some of the comps are fun. Some of the comps aren't fun to watch, but we'll see. Yeah. But yeah, I hope you guys all enjoyed. And this is my Sue and Maverick signing off from the reality from the Reality Dummies podcast. Peace.